Welcome to the very special episode of the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. I am, of course, your host, Brad Gebhardt, and this podcast is brought to you by FMF. Um, with me for, uh, in person, for the very first time uh, as a guest on the, sh- on the show, Mike Ulrich from Yamaha. Mike, how's it going? Good. How are you, Brad? Hey, not doing too bad. We're down in San Diego, and uh, unfortunately, they're going to ship me back to Canada at the end of this weekend, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just taking it all in right now. Awesome. Yeah, you're going to miss some of this nice weather we've been having, so kind of feel bad for you. Ah, well, it's, it's been it's been a good six weeks, so I've been spoiled, and it's time to go back to Canada, uh, go make some money, and, uh, and hopefully we'll be back for for, uh, for Atlanta. So I won't be gone too long. Awesome, yeah. Well, we'll probably see you out in Atlanta then. Perfect. So, uh, Mike, what what is it that you do here at, uh, at Yamaha? What's your position with both the race team and, uh, and Yamaha as a whole? So I'm not actually with the race team. Um, I just a few months ago took over the position of um, off-road uh, motorcycle media relations. Uh, I was actually with Yamaha in the testing division for over 19 years. So um, I have a lot of experience with the product and, and kind of the, the development of it. And uh, yeah, just last year they uh, kind of split the media relations position to street and off-road. And uh, the opportunity came up and seemed like a, an interesting change. So uh, that's how I wound up here. For sure. And uh, ni- 19 years, that almost kind of uh, aligns itself with uh, the release of a couple of the different motorcycles that we saw uh, in- come into the fray as far as with Yamaha. Of course, the 400, the 426, and, uh, and the 250F that came out right around that time period that you would have even started. Um, but today we're talking about uh, a pint-sized m- machine, something that has gotten a lot of buzz over the last two weeks, and that's uh, a brand new Yamaha YZ, YZ in Canada 65cc motorcycle. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you bring up the YZ400, and, and obviously that was a huge uh, model that kind of changed the whole motocross world, and that was the first project that I was uh, involved with in, in testing. So, um, That's so cool. Yeah, so that was really cool, and, and yeah, along the way, the YZ250F. And, um, yeah, we're really happy and, and excited right now to be getting back into the market with this brand-new YZ65. The, the 65 and then the, the entry level, the grassroots, is something that really kind of like is close to my heart because obviously I started at a young age. Um, but also I, I believe that the grassroots of the, mo- the sport and motocross, although in some cases very vibrant, I think that it's lacking a little bit. I think there's uh, a little bit of uh, a lack of uh, different motorcycles for kids to ride. Uh, the barrier to entry is a little bit large, in my, in my opinion. Uh, how does Yamaha approach that market and, uh, and, and see, uh, like, obviously the thing that, that they need to be in there? Yeah, so, um, you know, I think we kind of pride ourselves for having a very wide range of bikes and a a really broad lineup. Um, You know, so most riders out there, even, you know, even on at the Supercross here, at some point started out on a PW50, um, you know, to get new kids into it and whether they're racing or just going to be, you know, riding on the weekends, uh, they can start out on the Peewee and and then we had the TTR50 and... Uh, moving up to the to the 110, 125s, and then uh, to the two strokes that we have, 125, 250, and then onto the 250 F 450. But at the same time, we know we've been lacking, you know, uh, that kind of intermediate between the PW 50 and the YZ 85. So uh, it's a really important model for us. I think this is going to be really good for the industry to get another manufacturer involved, give people some more options uh, to to get their kids into more competitive racing um yeah and then just i think yamaha has a lot of uh, really good history and and uh, we can offer a lot of benefits in our history of 
uh, durability uh, and performance. So I think this will be a really good model for, for us and uh, for the kids coming up. Absolutely. You want to have that stepping stone bike so that uh, kids can start on a P-Dub and, uh, and continue on to the 65, 85, 125, 252-stroke, 250F. Um, it's, it's really important to me that, uh, that they're, they're entering this, but how does this all get started? How does uh, the idea come to fruition? Uh, who are the players that kind of uh, would, would kind of sign off on them? We're going to approach this, and once they've decided to, to go after it, uh, who's in charge of, of, of breaking down the bolts? Because a brand-new motorcycle is, is, is not like changing a motorcycle or like it this is a brand new thing yeah absolutely um i mean it goes through a lot of levels of of you know research and and approvals and and trying to fit it into the to the schedule and budgets and and everything else i mean there's way more that goes into it that we can discuss on a on a quick podcast right but um yeah this has been you know a good three to five years in the works from you know when we started planning it obviously we've known and we've wanted to get in back into the market for a long time um it's just a matter of timing you know with what we have room for in our in our product line and and on the production line as well as what we can uh, even afford to to produce and develop you know obviously development is a big big part of it as well so um you know it's it's been a few years like I said, from planning up until now to, to the production. Um, so for for myself, like I'm not, I don't have one right in front of me. But by the time people are listening to this, they'll be able to uh, see some photos. They'll be able to uh, to really like zoom in close and some see some of the the features of this motorcycle. But uh, imagining one standing in front of us right now, what are we looking at? Well, I think some of the the real high points and I think things that people should be excited about is. Um, this bike is going to come with a mechanical power valve, which I think the market, from our research, that's what the market really wants. Uh, it's going to make the bike a lot easier to ride uh, for a wide range of riders. So it's going to have very good low-end torque uh, and still have very good uh, top-end power. Um, so the power valve is, is what people have been asking for. Uh, we're going to have um, KYB suspension with a spring fork. Um, again, you know, that's kind of the, the trend has, has shifted now where... You know, even on the big bikes, everything was going towards air forks. I think the the market kind of showed that that's not what they wanted. Uh, so uh, we're really heavily focused on uh, what's going to work the best, rather than being a gimmick or or you know saving a few bucks or a few ounces here and there. Um, so we really didn't want to sacrifice any any performance or usability. Uh, you know, like I said, for just saving a, a few bucks or anything like that um a lot of kind of big bike features that are going to make it easy to to work on uh compared to you know some some other bikes uh it's going to have aluminum replaceable subframe that's kind of good for for racer kids um aluminum swing arm with like big bike uh chain adjusters so you know it's it's little things like that but when you're a dad who has to work on this these things between motos that's that's kind of a big um you know a big help if you can make it easy and quick and of course uh the durability i I think uh, yamaha's reliability and durability is second to none i know that's been in this market that's that's a bit of an issue for you know especially the the mini dads who are all in and they've got a couple bikes and going to the races and racing multiple classes and having to keep those bikes together is is you know really it it gets cost prohibitive so uh, having a bike that you can rely on and not spend a ton of money on on fixing all the time is going to be 
also a big benefit. Now, when I think of the the YZ four hundred F, the obviously uh, Doug Henry and uh, the two fifty F, I mostly think of uh, Ernesto Fonseca, some of the guys who kind of like piloted that thing into into uh, um, into the, the stratosphere of professional racing. This is obviously going to be an amateur uh, weapon, uh, and and but it also it needs to have a, an athlete that kind of goes along with it, can almost kind of be the the face of that particular motorcycle that we've seen in the past. Who's that? Who is that athlete? Well, I can't talk about who we have in the wings yet. We do have someone. We'll release some information soon. Okay. But one of the important things, I guess, to mention is we're bringing this in as a 2018 model. Uh, it's going to be available in April, so it's going to be homologated, and it's going to be um, ready to use for Loretta Lynn's this year. So uh, the biggest amateur national of the year uh, will be able to have some blue fenders on the line for, uh, for that one. That's interesting. Yeah, this weekend uh, in Arizona, they're having the first amateur national qualifier for Loretta Lynn's. The I guess is an area or regional. That, uh, what comes yeah, first? Area, I, area, I imagine. Um, I, I, from Canada, we don't. I don't go to those, so I don't know how they work. But uh, um, like, yeah, like I don't know if there's, there's probably not going to be one there this weekend. But in the in the, in the near future, we're going to see a blue number uh, sixty five out there and uh, some excited pilots to, to ride it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think last year we just reached a huge milestone for Yamaha. We won our 300th championship at Loretta Lynn's, the, the amateur national. And, yeah, we're expecting to hopefully rack up quite a few more with this new bike. For sure, my, my friend. And yeah, like it's uh, for me, uh, it must be a little bit, uh, I wouldn't say awkward, but like for say for a lot of kids, you see them like they, they, they start on a P-dub. You, they, there is a class for that at, at Loretta's. And then uh, to, to continue to be competitive, you'd, you'd see a lot of your athletes leave and then come back on the, on the 85, hopefully. And like guys like Matt LeBlanc, uh, is Matthew LeBlanc, who at one point raced a, a P-dub, now back on it now. Um, what is, how, how much does it mean to you to know that there's kids that can uh, literally throughout their progression can stay on blue yeah i mean i think that's one of the goals you know is if we if we start them out on a pw hopefully we can keep them on a blue bike and and you know through their whole career um you know up to 85 250 450 all all that they can stay on on one bike and even kids who've tried other brands you know and maybe um they're not quite as happy with say the reliability or or for whatever reason um you know i think we can also pull some of those kids back and and you know kind of get them on uh on the road to yamaha like i said i think we have a very broad range of, of bikes so something that'll fit everybody and um yeah i think uh of course we want to keep them on blue for sure uh how would you in a, in a perfect world or what's your your uh, image or uh, the, the image in your mind of how someone wants to want them to interact with this motorcycle uh embrace it and kind of bring it into their their home and like what, what's the experience you're hoping that people can get out of it um well i i mean i guess my personal feeling is i grew up racing um and for me it was a family sport I think it kept our family very tight and very close together. I still have a super close relationship with my parents. Um, and a lot of my friends that I went to school with didn't have that. You know, they kind of, they didn't really have anything to keep them busy as they were young. They eventually, as they grew up, they got into partying, got in trouble, and, and kind of their families grew apart. Well, that's where I think motocross just in general is it's a family sport and I think it keeps families together, keeps everyone happy, keeps, keeps kids out of trouble. And, 
you know, I think this is the, the perfect stepping stone from the, from the 50 to the 65. You know, those kids are still very impressionable, and if you can get them involved with something, get them excited about a sport and, and kind of keep them in it and keep, it out of, keep them out of trouble, um, I think that's a, that's a win right there. Um, so obviously, like I, I've got a, a, a international audience, predominantly in the states, as well as in Canada, because I am Canadian. But uh, when when can people see more photos of this? Where can people go see more photos of this this bike? And uh, and when can they expect to to see the motorcycle in a shop near them? So we're gonna do. We're, there's gonna be a live uh, unveil on on Facebook Live, Supercross Facebook Live, as well as uh, Yamaha's Facebook Live at three o'clock uh, for. Uh, the unveil here at San Diego. Um, and then after that, you can find it on our website, yamahamotorsports.com. Uh, you can find all the specs and the information about it. Um, you know, check our all our uh, social media channels as well as, you know, I'm sure your your website, your social media. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be covered by, by all the magazines, and I think you'll see them out fairly quickly. Like I said, they'll be in the dealers in April. And uh, yeah, then you'll see them at four a, weeks. At a, yeah, at a track near you. And actually, we are also going to have them on display at some some different tracks and at at the other supercrosses. And then we also do a um, at a lot of tracks. We have a Jason Rains uh, demo program, and those are also going to be part of our demo fleet. So you can check into that, look online, see where the Jason Rains uh, demo program goes, um, and you'll be even able to check out a. a YZ65 and, and test ride it there. Awesome, my friend. Well, I appreciate the time and giving us a, a sneak peek and then some of the details of the brand new YZ65. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.